he's talking about and hear what she's talking about. I'm trying to hear all things. I'm trying to have omnipotent hearing, and I don't think it's happening. So we were talking about uh, wanting to go see Nita Strauss. You know who that is? I do not. She plays lead guitar for the Alice Cooper. Sounds oh, like really? she's a she shredder. Is she is a saying. shredder. And all, she shredder. Also does tons of workout stuff on like IG where she works out with the UFC. I mean, she's jacked. Hot <laughs> to smoke and freaking hot. She's, she looks big though. Like she's taller than. Do her tits lift weights or no? I'm not discussing the woman's process. I mean, you know, I mean, if she's, if she's a powerhouse for the UFC. Yeah, I'm sitting here admiring someone because they. I would admire her for her worked out tits, Russell. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's anything to be ashamed of. (laughs) She works the socials really good too. She's always posting cool stuff. I'm kind of a fanboy now. I'm on the Nita Strauss. uh, Fanboy. Uh, fanboy. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Russell just claimed to be a fanboy. I am. This is Okay, I guess we should we'll split and do this so we can do this and then we can get into all this shit and do this welcome back everyone to the metal nerdery podcast with no anesthesia bullshit there's plenty of anesthesia we have the billium that's me we have the russell hey and we have that wheeler hey it's uh it's october it's a weeknight it's a school night it is school for us. I'm it's feeling school. surprisingly energetic for having to go to my shit job all day. <laughs> uh, maybe it's the feeling of imminent uh, economic collapse. Who knows? I mean, that maybe, could be. maybe that's oh, the reason. Oh, I got a story about economic collapse. <laughs> I do. And I'm going to tell you all who won the chicken sandwich wars. <laughs> this is important stuff. I, I still need to try that Popeye sandwich because yeah, it looks delicious. Well, good luck. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, lunch hit today, and I had a strange yearning for some really crappy uh, fast food. Like, I wanted, I knew exactly what I freaking Taco wanted. Bell or McDonald's? That's where we start, okay? All right. <laughs> In Norcross, on, uh, close to my place of employment, there is a uh, Taco Bell slash KFC, right? I already feel like it's going downhill, but go ahead. Well, what I wanted in my head <laughs> was uh, the KFC Nashville chicken slider. Right. It's like a little slider sandwich, but it's got the Nashville hot chicken on it. You know, it's pretty good. Sounds tasty. I wanted that and I wanted one of uh Taco Bell's beef burritos. So I was like, I'm going there, I'm getting this and the little potato wedges. And I was all kind of excited about Carb it. Carb it up. Little, yeah. yeah, I was a little bit excited about yeah. it. Carbs are good. And uh yeah, I get there. I, I get to work at five. So by ten thirty I'm starving. So I leave to go at ten thirty. It's ten forty five now when I arrive to the establishment, which on the door says 10.30 till 1 a.m. Hours of operation. Right. Hours of operation. I get in the drive through and I sit there by the speaker. Nobody says anything for a very long time. So I drive around and I park and I go to the door and I open, try to open it. And it's locked. And I'm like looking at my hand, you know, tapping my fake watch on my wrist. And, uh, well, I'm like, fuck it. I want this. So I'm going to sit in the car until 11 because they're probably going to open it at 11. Right. No, what? nobody was there. What the fuck? How's that possible? Nobody was there. Wow. There was no one there. And uh, now here's where it gets better. The nearest other chicken place down the road is Popeye's. Okay. 
So I'm like, you know what? I know their sandwich is good. So I'm going to yeah. go get the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. They put plenty of pickles on it. It's a good sandwich. To get mayo, by the way. Same exact thing. Nobody no one's there? there. No one's there. And I'm like, is this a fucking holiday one? What, what, what am I missing? It's not a holiday for fucking no, fast food. People aren't going to work. They're not going to work. Why? So, I don't know. But they can't open because nobody shows up for work. Now, guess who was open? God's chicken right down the road. They were open. You know, the, don't the, deny the power of the Lord's chicken. The Lord's chicken was open because they hire dependable people. That's true. And you know who else was Zaxby's? So I went to Zaxby's and got their chicken sandwich and it was fucking good. But I'm just telling you, I'm just, I was I'm telling, just telling you, you. <laughs> yeah, this was a crisis. This is, <laughs> this was a crisis. Well, that would be, that's not even, that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's frustrating though when you want what you want, but never mind the fact it's like, okay, the fucking hours are on the door. You're supposed right. to be open. Right. Nobody's here. Right. But to and be you, fair, I guess maybe when you see that, okay, yeah, your gross pay, it's supposed to be this. <laughs> but since bureaucrats piss it all away on wasteful shit, it's well, this little piddly number here. Well, go fuck yourself. I'm just going to live on the streets. What's really funny about this to me in my, uh, in my head, uh, this is where I find comedy in it. Every time I've been to these two establishments, this particular KFC slash Taco Bell and this particular Popeye's Chicken, the service is fucking horrendous. The, I stood in line one time for. Hold I on, I can do it. I mean, let me see if I can do an impression. <laughs> this is my impression of what I think that service is like. You're at the counter. No, that's what they were doing. They were playing with Cap their phone. You, what you want? Yeah, exactly. Huh? No, what? no accents. Easy but, now. No accents. <laughs> but um, careful. You but what, no, what there was, you want, man? It was a redneck. Yeah, but uh, standing behind the counter was was a redneck. Girl playing with her phone for two minutes before she looked up. I'm the only person in the building. It's not like they're slammed and there's right. a line of people. I'm standing there like, hello. Yeah. And then she looks up. <laughs> oh my God. Nice. Looks me. up. Looks the up from her phone. I think I may have gone through this story before on here, but anyway, I just kind of relived it today. When they weren't open, I was thinking, it's because you hire shitty people that don't show up for work. And now you're going to suffer. And right down the street, fucking Chick-fil-A's got cars three deep well, they're circled around up. the building. Not yeah. to mention they've actually re I mean, they've reinvented the drive through. They have. Yeah. I mean, you know, once everything does collapse, cause it's coming, it's going to yeah, happen. It's going to happen. Fuck the police, put Chick-fil-A in charge of traffic. They got traffic, <laughs> give them bags of sandwiches and nuggets and let them hand that shit out. The changing of the light. I promise you people will obey the fucking traffic. Uh, laws. People can hate on them all they want. They fucking hire. You have to have a C average to work there. If you go to, really? yeah, if you go to school, you have to maintain above a C average to work there. How dare they? I know. They hired responsible people. Oh, my God. People. They're requiring people to be smart to work there. What oh, the and guess what else? Man? They pay more than the rest of the fucking people. <laughs> you pay for quality. That's right. why Harley-Davidson's right. aren't made in China. That's why the sandwiches and the combos are 10 bucks versus 5 But you know what? I'll pay for better service. Going back to the Popeye's thing, though, does, does it have mayo on it? Uh, no, sure, it has sure it has a it's it's Cajun, it's so a it's pepper a aioli sauce, which is basically code for mayo. It's rumalad. It's mayo flavored sauce. It's rumalad. Sauce flavored mayo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give up on the quest for calling it mayo. Gross. That's exactly right. It's a rumalad. Rumalad. It's more of a mustardy type thing. Mm, uh, see, mustard is mustard, but when you start getting into mayo. 
All right. Speaking of mustard and mayo, what's the um, this oh, episode? Oh yes, this episode's beer of the episode. Can we cut it down to just one? This episode's beer of the episode. <laughs> Uh, I counted 30 seconds of this beer of the episode last time. On the last one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> kind of a little we, crazy. We have to it. drive the point home, Russell. Just to clarify, this is this episode's beer of the episode. It's this one. Russell, yeah. take it away for the good people out there, Metal Nerderyville. Metal Nerdery people, this is uh, the beer of the episode. It is called Prometheus. It sounds very uh, Greek god style. Yeah. Actually, this brewer is awesome. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. It. All right. This comes from three, three so, taverns, three taverns brewery, three taverns craft, and beer. they have a few of these. Um, I'm not going to name them all because I can't remember, but they have some IPAs and a couple other sours that I've had at various uh, local drinking establishments. Uh, but I like this one a lot. It's a pomegranate blueberry sour ale. Fucker. <laughs> 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 and uh, only five percent alcohol by volume. But it's uh, it's crisp, a little sour, delicious beer. A little refreshing, also. So, uh, hails to the Three Taverns Brewery, and, uh, and, on the, and on the cover. Oh, on the cover is kind of cool. It kind of reminds me of a tool cover. Yeah, ten thousand days. Oh yeah, a little it's, bit of ten. Sure. It's like days. ten thousand days, but instead of the eyelids being like all closed, like they're on like shroom relaxers, these look like they snorted some anti relaxers in their beer. Yeah. Uh, lots Which, of, don't do that. You'll also actually drown. a very DMT influenced looking. Uh, uh, not that yeah. I would know anything about that. But. Yeah, those are just words, man. Yeah. It's just it's just letters in just the alphabet. Letters. Yeah. Are you not part of the? <laughs> I was trying. To, I was going to make a goofy joke and include DMT in there, but I did not. Oh man, I'm let down. Okay, I figured you might be. <laughs> Moving on. No, I, right. I just thought about something. Oh, we got Clinky. Oh yeah, we got Clinky's got coming clinkies. up. Do you realize that if our entire bodies, if our skin had the texture of scrotum skin, that we would look young even when we were, we would look old Gross. when we were young. Sorry. Okay, then. And the this is the shit. <laughs> Here's to you, man. Matt sits up and thinks about it at night. This is, uh, Here's that's to what you. I think about during the day. Here's to you and your skin. Uh, yeah. It's kind of looking a little scrotumish as I get older. Oh, man. Thank you for that, Bill. That was quite delicious. Yes. Uh, sweet oh, with a yeah. with a sour beer. It's just like a. So like, that was the week slash weekend slash week slash weekend hmm. slash else. Yeah, mine was interesting. Uh, let's hear about yours, Matt. Mine's for us. Let's see. Uh, some driving. Oh, so <laughs> a lot of driving. All right. No. Big gulps, huh? <laughs> cool. <laughs> the weekend before last, actually, I drove out to the... Uh, have you guys ever been to the Georgia Guidestones? Oh, I saw your pictures. No. I've heard it's, it's cool. It's supposedly it's like North America's uh, Stonehenge, Stonehenge. Oh. Elberton. Elberton. And it's really... It's cool, but it's it's bizarre, because there's like this inscription on it, and apparently it was done by some anonymous people. Well, I hadn't been there that long, though, has it? Like uh, 20 years? I think it was years? established in like 79. Oh, really? So that it's long? been a minute, yeah. And nobody knows who put them there. Well, there's a, there's a placard that has like a story. It goes back, I guess, to 79, and I don't know if it was erected. I said it uh, later than 79, but I think 79 is the key point in time well obviously the person who did it had money because those things look expensive as yeah God. but and, who, what kind of weirdo does that and it was well if you go read the stones the and the messages are written in 
you know, English, I think Spanish, Chinese, Arabic, fucking cuneiform, hieroglyphics. I mean, it's just the fucking messages all throughout it, but... Isn't it but supposed it, to be? It, it's a like, very mystical kind of vibe. It's supposed it. to be like a time capsule or something. There if is a time capsule come there. Okay. And what's fucked up is there's no date on the time capsule. Like to be opened on Blotty Blah, usually you would think a time capsule would kind of specify that. Yeah. Maybe that's there's not There's no date referenced, which is a little Odd. weird. Yeah. yeah. And I got up there and there were. Uh, there were folks already there, of course, you know, taking pictures and stuff. It's open all the time, so you can go up there at 2 o'clock in the morning. and I'd have know. been like, hey, people, let's open this fucking time capsule. <laughs> <laughs> there were let's people, and they were talking about the state of, you know, fuckedness that's going on in the yeah. world, you know. It was going on and on, and I swear to God, this one woman... She sounded like she could have been Margie's cousin. She was just like, well, you know, I didn't vote for any of those guys, you know, and they're just really, you know, I think they're all in it together, you know, and uh, and it just on and on. But it was, I just kind of walked around in silence and just looked at stuff, but it was very, very cool. Neat. I want to go check that out. I need yeah. to go check that out. It's worth the drive. It's, yeah. it's, it's kind of a mystical feel when you get there. Yeah. It's kind of an unusual feeling. Were you relaxified? Within reason. <laughs> Within. Attaboy. Wait, 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 wait. Within legal reason. Oh, attaboy. Thank you to the farm bill. Delta 8 in the house. Yes. yes. Which is perfectly legal, perfectly healthy. For the moment. Did you know there? Well, okay, we're getting way off topic. Yes. We're, probably yeah, like, we we're probably like 83 hours just on the first part of yeah, this well, episode's yeah. episode of the episode. Hey, you guys going to talk about metal? What? Uh, Talking about the type O negative. Indeed. Goth core. Well, okay, it's not goth core. Definitely goth metal. And. Punk. Well. Their first album. There's some tangentiality there. So, yeah, the first one, slow, deep, and hard. Gross. Yeah. Long, Which really describes the album. It's a long distance dedication. Well, you know what came. That came out of Carnivore. Because, yeah. you know, Peter Steele. I think Peter Steele and most of the guys in Typo, or at least some of them, were in Carnivore before Typo. I think Kenny might have been in Carnivore. I cannot remember prosaically, but there it is. Okay. Aha. Okay. Yeah, so Carnivore is Typo Negative. Typo Negative is Carnivore. Finkel, Finkel and Einhorn. Yeah. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel. How do they connect? Finkel and Einhorn. But yeah, but the Carnivore stuff was really funny. It was funny as shit, but it, it, was, it was funny. It was brutal. I, I think tongue just, in cheek. Just for funsies, we've already heard their uh, killer opener, which is Jack Daniels and pizza, and we don't have to hear that again because Big uh, Billiam just had a power bar. I think all of his tentacles <laughs> might just like you know shoot vomit all at once. But Billiam, if you could pull up some Carnivore SMD, that's kind of a nice little segue into getting into where the typo negative tends to dwell. Because the carnivore stuff was more punky and it was more like, you know, almost kind of like thrashy. You know, like thrash punk. It was. Yeah. It was hardcore. It was New York hardcore. Yeah, New York hardcore. New York exactly hardcore. What it was. Thrash goth punk right. core. Is it too many cores? No, I don't think so. Peter still had a, had a humor about him and his writing. Oh, and, yeah. You know, honestly, when God I think about him. all the bands that I love, Typo is one of them, you know, the ones that I hold near and dear to my heart, right. you know, Suicidal Tendencies, Rigmortis, Metallica, the meaningful Slayer. ones, uh, Typo is, is near and dear to my heart just because that's the kind of band that I wish I could have been in. 
you know, I, of course, everybody would love to be in Metallica or the biggest in terms bands of like having like the vibe, and the, the whole vibe, aesthetic, just and all the that. whole fucking. You know, they were funny. Uh, they well, they didn't badass. take themselves seriously. They didn't take themselves seriously, and uh, if they did, they wouldn't have the respect that they got. Every, everybody loved Typo. Even you know the Thrashers liked them. The you know the mods liked them. The metalheads liked. Well, them, the first time know. I ever saw them, I think me and Adam were at some show. I think it was a wreckage benefit at the yeah, ballroom, that's the it. International Ballroom. That's the first time I saw them, and I think Violence played that. Yeah, they had I think Mo- did Mojo play that? Nihilus played. I don't Nihilus. think Mojo. I, it, think I remember Nihilus it was a huge it. show, but Typo Negative played. And Anxiety we'd never, played it. We'd never heard of Typo mm. Negative. Yeah. Anxiety was there. Oh, cool. And Hodges was there, and he was totally, he was just absorbed because, like, as loud as they played and as heavy as they played, because that's basically kind of also doom metal, let's it be is. honest. Yeah, I mean, the slowness. It Holy shook shit. the fucking venue, man. It was just like, it was so slow. It was just like, boom. Well, no, you know what? I'm going to take it back. I'm going to take it back. Nihilus didn't play, but they were there because Zach was friends. I think Damage played. Typo. Yeah, I think you're right. Damage did play. Uh, Zach, the singer of Nihilus, he was friends or had played with the guys a few times up in New York, and he sold me and Tommy on it. Me and Tommy were at the show. Right. We saw Zach, and we were over there bullshitting. And, uh, you know, we we were there to see violence, you know. And he was like, yeah, you got to watch Typo Negative. And Tommy's like, what are they like? He was like, dude, they're fucking disco, punk, uh, it, pretty much anything you can think of. That's what they, they are. are. Glorious. <laughs> yeah. Well, like watching Peter Steele the first time we saw him, it's like he had a chain for a fucking guitar strap, like link chain, the kind of shit you'd haul a tractor out of a yeah. mud pit with, you know? <laughs> and he's sitting there, he's drinking like full bottles of wine, like people would drink Budweiser, you know? And he's six like, foot four. Yeah, I mean, a he's monster like. monster guy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking monster. But it was so fucking heavy, but, but. That the attitude from Carnival kind of bled into it. Yeah, that was part of the beauty of Typo, was just that attitude that yeah. fuck y'all, fuck everything. And yeah. Most he, importantly, fuck The you. man poured a gallon of whole milk onto the pit in a hot club where everybody... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and Tom, I remember me and Tommy looking at each other with this like glee of... I think that may be the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. Holy <laughs> like, oh, shit. Well, that was probably a whole lot of, seriously, I don't give a fuck. Ever. Oh, it was just funny for him. That's what I think. I think he just enjoyed the shit out of that. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to fuck with these people. They're oh, going to stink. The They're going to stink Steel. like soured milk. <laughs> hey, this is the voice of Peter Steele. I just want to let you know, I enjoy pouring that milk on the floor. By the way, I passed away years ago, so Matt's doing my voice for me. Thank Lower you for being a medium into the other dimension. Lower, baby. Lower. I can't do it. I you can't, got the quantiva? Can't do it much lower. You got yeah, the quantiva? I do. Uh, SMD. Let's get a little carnivore. A little roots of the typo. That's New York hardcore. Sonic 
<laughs> Wait for Mosh it. Part. Oh yeah. It does have kind of a mosh and sound. Oh yeah. Guarantee they played shows with Crow Mags and all those New York hardcore bands. Over those there. are probably amazing shows, yeah, though. Now. But people like people get hurt. But the energy like that. of that, that the kind of fun and kind of the speed and intensity translated over into Slow Deep and Hard. Although, like there were still fast parts on Slow Deep and Hard and aggressive kind of hardcore parts, but they did kind of pull it back and made it more arranged and orchestral, maybe. Right. Now, if, with if, the keyboards if, if I were to, if I were to produce or direct this, uh, Russell, uh, Russell Rock, would that be your name? No, but <laughs> <laughs> close. Uh, I think in Rad Russ, but Russ Rock. I mean, it works. Russ Rock, Russ Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Russ Rock. Yeah, like slow, deep, and hard. It was the first album I heard by a typo indeed same here uh but after i heard origin of feces i just liked it so much better because what they did they hated slow deep and hard they hated the production production. they fucking hated it that's why i've told the story five times but it had the vibe though and it had that whole dark eerie mysterious typo vibe but the whole reason they re-recorded it as origin of feces was just because they thought it was such a shitty album they wanted to make it fun and uh, the production of it. I you know what it. I just realized? I just realized it's a tangential moment. Yeah. Origin of the Feces is to slow deep and hard as Live Undead is to show no mercy. Right. Boom. Look at you Thank you. I'm out. Analogies. Fine steak for right, everybody. We'll see you guys. Man, his anal G's are just kicking it. But, <laughs> it's a wolf steak anal G. Yeah. 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 But but that was the whole purpose of Origin of Feces. They fucking hated their first album. They hated it. I told you when when me and Tommy met him. Don't buy it. It's the worst fucking thing you ever heard. Well, don't we bought it. It, it fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. We don't like this album either. We had to record it. So well, here's a question: Is there something you like more from Slow Deep and Hard? The titles. Then. The title Origin of the Feces. Well, if like you're the actual song. No, uh, uh-uh. no, I like Origin of Feces ten times better. There's one that's missing. Mark the time. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> There's the one, Origin of the Feces is called the colon. The, they're missing the one uh, spooky thing. Is called like something. The, the glass glass falls a limbo, limbo dance yeah. mix. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Just uh, for the freak factor of it, I remember one year Tommy and I, Mr. 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 Christopherson, we, uh, his parents would go to the neighborhood Halloween party, which was looked like a blast. Yeah, yeah, candy party. And he and I would do the candy, right? So we would freak his house out with all the strobe lights and everything from the band room. Sure. And I'd be the sitting in the rocking chair, looking like a dummy, not moving. You know. I remember some of those. Yeah, and we took the glass walls of limbo and <laughs> had it playing through our yeah, system. I remember that. And kids were crying. <laughs> <laughs> like we felt bad. Like the five year olds coming up. No, I don't want to go to this house, right. Daddy. Yeah, but it was a. Oh, That's so beautiful, man. With all the you know glass breaking and all that shit. But I really like that. But other than that, no, the origin of feces, in my opinion, is a lot better. And they should kind of shorten the songs. Yeah. Well, they tighten them up a little bit. And but they, got, they got rid of the crazy names. You know, it became like the 
dealing with the something blah blah infidelity. Oh yeah, the, the um, I know you're fucking someone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so on Origin of Feces is I know you're fucking someone else. Well, you know what? How about we do uh, the uh, glass walls of limbo dance mix yeah, that's and fun. then segue into something. From you got to hear the, the first song on the fr- Origin. Just oh yeah. The whole oh yeah. Yeah. You paid fifteen dollars. Fifteen. Well, no, go to Slow Deep and Hard first. Yeah. For the Halloweeny effect. Yeah. Not Halloweeny, like Halloween effect. And I believe that's a woman's mid. Uh, Holy like shit, panties. that album came out on my birthday. How about that? Yeah. Look at there. Uh, yeah. Uh, 1989, they started, huh? Actually, that was recorded. Actually, I think that's a picture of uh, Peter's midsection. I think Is he it? had his pubes like fanned out, almost like Lenny's <laughs> mustache, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what you're actually looking at. It's like a reverse inverted upside down uh, pubes. All right. So look at the ti- <laughs> look at the titles of the songs on this version. Unsuccessfully coping with the natural beauty of infidelity. <laughs> uh, what we wanted to hear was Glass Walls of Limbo dance mix, and not all six minutes of it. Oh, I like unjustifiable existence. To unjustifiable. On that one, I liked uh, Prelude Agony. Was really good. I th- Oh yeah, that's the, a great the, one. The the misinterpretation of silence and its disastrous consequences is funny as shit because it's basically a minute and four seconds of nothing. <laughs> These and the gravitational constant constant. I don't know who came up with all this, but uh, there's some Peter. genius. There's some genius involved in it. Was that. that's Peter funny. or it was uh, Johnny? There's some extreme genius in there. A Josh. Definitely some genius. Kill you tonight. That was great. You might even call it geniosity. Is that the one where he's sharpening the axe at the beginning of the song? <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. Zero tolerance, I believe. Yes. All right, here we go. Think Halloween. Takes a minute to build. Yeah, it kind of does. Think demonic monks. Kind of a soft intro. Or a silent intro. But it's a super silent soft intro. There we go. It's a new kind of intro core. See, to me, this is hell, right? This is how what I picture like there. I was gonna say Earth or like this song. Now, this this song, this is like a. It's it's kind of like being in prison. You hear them breaking the rocks, you know. Like, All right. Yeah. Dude, that could be like an alternate intro for Rain and Blood. <laughs> It'd be weird, but. You're all. I think the monk lead vocals kick in shortly. Seems like I wonder if we played this on the Halloween episode. Possibly. My memory is a little fuzzy. On some episode, I think we played this. <laughs> we need to do a soft intro episode. I feel like at some point. Yeah, probably not. But okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Why not? There it is. See, in 91, this was scary. But now it sounds like a part of the Lord of the Rings movies or something. It's still kind of creepy. It's got enough creepiness to be creepy. Yeah, I remember kids crying. (laughs) That just gives me joy. We were just trying to give them candy, and they're crying. Did y'all ever put drugs in your candy? No. Sick fuck. Come on now. Well, according to the news, it happens all the time. I know. For good reason. No drugs, <laughs> just razor blades. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder if anybody ever actually died from that. It's like kids are resilient, man. They'll bounce back. It's fine. Urban legend. Rap or propaganda. One or the other. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. Yeah, one of the two. All right, so Origin of the Feces is definitely the opening track. That's that's definitely a killer opener. Yeah, the first one. And having the whole, like, you know, garbage truck backup, which, if I recall correctly, I think Peter Steele was actually a sanitation truck uh, driver. That doesn't surprise me. And or employee. He may not have been the driver, but I definitely think he was an employee. He couldn't have been Union. He had the wrong last name. So. Yeah, his uh, real last name is... Badafuco. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's not steel. It's um, it's kind of exotic. Hold on, I'll look because I think Billiam's tentacles are otherwise or occupied. Like that, I think, wasn't he? Or by descent, perchance Polish. Well, no, uh, very associated with Vinland, Eastern European product of Vinland. I think Vinland was at the production company, but oh man, we got no, we got no signal down here in thirty through four inverted underground bunker poon studios. Okay, there we go. Let's see. All right, I'm going to look up the nationality and actual last name of Peter Steele. Sounds almost like a porn star. That's right here. Look at, would you just look at it? Those tentacles are a blessing, Billy. I'm just had yeah. to say it. This is Brooklyn. Petrus Tomas Radicic. That's his full from, formal name. He's from Winder, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> by God. He's from Winder, by God, Georgia, by God. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely a uh, almost maybe Transylvanian name. I don't want to say Transylvanian just to just to say Transylvanian, but Eastern European, definitely that. You know what? One of my funnest or funnest favoriteest things was about. Sorry, guys. This is it takes me a minute to get used to this because usually I'm used to relaxers and stuff like on Saturday mornings or on the weekend. Right. So I'm having to get used to the 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 evening hour, which is perfect for typo. We're talking about Peter Steele. We're talking about his... Uh, there you go, right there. His father was of Polish and Russian descent and his mother of Scottish, Scottish Irish. Norwegian and as, I can see Icelandic. Yeah. So he had a rich heritage, as they might say. He passed on April 14th, 2010 at the ripe old age of 48. Kind of kind of tragic, but you know what? It, Very tragic. From you, what? I don't recall. Uh, I think it might have been heart stuff. Uh, yeah, he had. I heart think he issues. had a larger heart than normal. I mean, he was a ginormous dude, so I'm sure his, that might have played into it. And of course, you know, maybe possibly during their time, he, a lot of anti-relaxers. Eh, he held it happens. a. And, and I'm not making this up. But this is not alleged. This is documented. He had, he had a coke problem for you know ten, twelve years. That is pretty pretty much documented. Yeah, not a Pepsi fan. Spent right? spent time in rehab and that kind of thing. You know, so, you know I, I just got to say this, just as a as an aside. The only real he was in Playgirl. Yeah. yeah, that was funny as shit. He was on. Did you see the Jerry Springer episode? He was on there. That was pretty good shit. Yeah, I think I remember seeing. Yeah, that, that was back the, in the uh, day. Yeah. like the doing the cross and then doing the fuck you, buddy. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess you could say Playgirl has tangentiality to metal. Huh? Definitely. Type sure. of negative. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Yeah. Reach behind you there and flip that switch to the Sabbath. Oh, easy. It's a good thing that was closed. Careful with that axe, Eugene. Uh, no. 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 Go. Flip the other one. I want oh. the fan on. It's getting. Oh. It's getting hot. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can turn the light off if you sorry. want, baby. Damn. 
I'm just saying. You can turn the light oh, yeah. off, baby. Now all things are right. Oh, wait a minute. Do we need the mood music? <sighs> Not mood music, mood lighting. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. We're, we're way out of our element here. Ah, oh, we have the red. There we go. All right, so track one. Please, sir. Track one and go. And begin. Fuck you. Fuck you. You suck. Oh, yeah, it was a you suck. They're playing the go. That's funny. What makes you think I didn't plan it that way? It's the best intro of metal, I think. Made it even more heavy. Yeah. Well, definitely gave it that New York attitude, you know. I don't think I've ever heard a drummer play that slow. Right? No. Ever. Ever. Be hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, how can one play so slow? Oh yeah, this is called I Know You're Fucking Someone Else. On this album. Used to be called unsuc- On this album. Unsuccessfully Coping with the Something Infidel. You may as well just call that the truth about human nature. I know you're fucking someone else. Unsuccessfully coping with the natural beauty of infidelity. Same song, yeah. This was my intro to it. First exposure, first song I ever heard was this one right here. That's a good one to hear. That's how they open the show. But we're away. And then... I told Bill I think Typo is the only band I've ever seen where they play so heavy and you know most bands play faster live Typo actually played slower live yeah. and then a part like that we can talk over this till they get to the good stuff but <laughs> yeah I'm directing this shit y'all no uh, but Director. this is when everybody 
on the floor is looking at each other trying to figure out what the fuck what to do. What the fuck is going on? Because you can't, you can't yeah. circle during no, that. You You're can't. just like... You can if you're on enough heroin. Don't be a defeatist, Russell. Damn. We just hadn't seen it before. Right, yeah. You know, it, it was new. It was just like, and then, here we go. Went back to it. A little guitar so like, okay. That's why that song's like 15 minutes long, too. <laughs> this version of it. Well, what was great, and you know, back when, whatever age we were, like, fuck, 19, Late 18, teens, early 20s. Yeah. As soon as you hear it, the song's got fuck in it, it's it's all Good. of a sudden cool. And then when it has a cadence, like I know y'all fucking someone, and everybody can sing along yeah. to it, yeah. so the whole crowd's just singing that yeah. one part. That's it was, definitely an energy kind of vibe, you know? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, it gets some. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> And this is all, um, uh, what do you call it, mind theater. That wasn't a live concert. They did this in the studio. Yeah, Yeah, I was just reading that. (laughs) And it's pretty fucking genius. See? Typos live undead. I'm a fucking genius. Uh, Oh, boy. That evening. And you should see the original album cover. Yeah, he rolled his thigh. I thought that was cool, too. I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. The origin of the feces is, I guess, technically the butthole, which is the original album cover. Oh, really? Yeah. They would Scroll up, Billion. Oh, they have a picture. Let of them take a look at old oh, brown eye. For fuck's sake. You, my eye, brown eye girl. <laughs> yeah, the chocolate starfish on there. <laughs> yeah, I like the whole dancing, the dancing skulls and the. Yeah, that's a. Green cool. and stuff. The dance macabre kind of thing going on. So that was basically the first new album by Typo, just redone live. So basically, pretty much like yeah. Live Undead. Sure, yeah. we're showing no mercy. See, you guys, I don't know what you guys would do without Metal Nerdery in your life to point out these kind of parallelisms and uh, synchronicity symmetries and all kinds of things. But you can leave us some good feedback if you want to, and wherever you download this podcast, be it Apple, be it Google, be it Spotify, be it wherever. And if you want to give us a vocal thank you and recommendation and kudos and commitments, you can give us a call at 980-666-8182. Felt good. We haven't done that in a minute. So uh, maybe track eight just uh, before we move on. Sure. What the paranoid? Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always liked the how they included Sabbath. Well, like even when they would open shows, like they'd they'd use like parts of like Cornucopia mm-hmm. or you know, like they for the intro. Yeah. Yeah. And it was always and they would just drop shit in and it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, this is definitely not your typical Black Sabbath cover. But I like what they did with it. Indeedly. Yeah.
signature guitar sound, and I'm not a huge fan of it, but it makes sense with it. Yeah. It's got a very brittle kind of saw blade sound to it, kind of, but it works. Yeah, you know? it works for them. Yeah, you know it's them. Yeah. It's almost doomy. Like very oh, yeah, it's very much doomy. For sure. Yeah. It's a whole different song, <laughs> but it's good. You know what it is yeah, when you, know you hear the is, words, yeah. but and I even, think it's a really They cool even cover. drop in a little riffage from uh, Iron Man in yeah, there, too. in the yeah. middle somewhere, yeah. a little bridge. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're all so fucked up because we're out of our uh, normal natural element. I was just thinking, and I wasn't really just thinking this, but our lovely and talented producer with all the tentacles just pointed this out to us. We have a message to address. Uh-huh. A lozenge. A message, which is kind of like a lozenge. But before we get into Bloody Kisses Forward, perhaps we shall read the message. And this is excellent because it's new music and it's great. And new music's great because it allows us to discover new things. You know, I'm all about discovering new things, lads. So this is Archie's uh, segment, which is new music. And then it almost sounded more like a, you know, like a, like a Scotsman rather than, you know, a county Englishman like Archie. I don't have a fucking name for this character, but I'm not going to read this in that voice. So sorry, Matt. Back to you. Thanks, Angus. Whew. Might be Angus McAnus. It's a pretty good Scottish name. All right, this is from uh, Tim, son of Anus. Uh, that's not Tim's full name. <laughs> well, no. Russell you added said that. Anus. That means <laughs> son of Anus. Sorry, Tim. That was tangentially related to what I said just My before bad. I said your sorry, name. Tim. Anyway, so this is from Tim. Hey there. We are a Michigan-based metal band and would love to be on your show to promote our new single, Monarch. Check out the track and let me know what you think. I appreciate any support. I also checked it out. And? Is it good? Quite delicious. It's It's like shred prog power metal core. Yeah. It's really hard to describe. The fucking guitar work is amazing. The singer goes from King Diamond to Coheed Cambria. It's... Totally prog style. Yeah, very prog, but there's some definite King Diamond influence oh, in yeah. there. Yeah. Here's the response back I gave him after I listened to this. It sounds er, sounds rad. Kind of progressive techno thrash shred core. That's what I told him. So I just created a new core just for him. Yeah. We'll definitely give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. Uh, I'd need to talk to our producer to see how we could remotely go behind the metal with you uh, guys. We'll do like a, a Zoom meeting yeah, or something. Yeah, because if they're in... Uh, 
Michigan. God, I can only think of the fucking logistic nightmare. That's uh, well, you know, I mean, I don't know the. I'm not going to deny the power of the tentacles, but, yeah, I, but I don't know. I'm the very testically challenged. So I mean, I, technically, I don't know. Te- technically challenged. I don't particularly know Billiam's, uh, you know, tentacle availability. No, I, I, so. I checked them out, and um, I thought it was pretty fucking cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah, I got sent. Uh, we'll talk about this. Uh, I'll just go ahead and give them a mention because I read uh, this group sent us also on the messages, and I'm not going to read it right now, but I will mention them. We were sent a message on our Facebook Messenger from a group called Hell Score. That's an interesting name. It's a really cool name, but what Hell Score is? Ooh. Oh, by God, double clinky is um, he, he? He had a week like me. Um, <laughs> Hellscore is an acapella, 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 uh, yes, metal group. Yes, they do. Acapella means without music, by the way. Right, Billiam's pouring it, it into my vessel. For any of you that's seen the movie uh, Pitch Perfect, I know Bill has because he has a daughter and a wife. Thank it's kind of it's kind of like uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. The difference, <laughs> no, it is so much better than Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. I don't even know what you're talking about. Sorry, I meant Kiss Exposed. That's way better. Um, but <laughs> this group does metal songs a cappella. The freaking talent involved in this. I mean, to do all that shit vocally, you got a guy that's beatboxing metal drums. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so it's not just like. Barbershop quartet style. It's like you got people like you got 20, adding instruments twenty ish made with their face band. holes. Uh, yeah, and they're doing making noises out of their mouth. Yeah, it's it, it's very strange. I do that too, but I need a few drinks first <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> and some relaxers if you got them. All right, they're doing Iron Maiden medley. Uh, we'll pull this up on another show. I just wanted to give a honorable mention. That Hell yeah, score. Cool. We they're uh, and I'm being a total shithead. I can't tell you where they're from. It was in Europe somewhere. Uh, we'll we'll give you we'll give you some moments and play a couple of your things here one day. I just wanted to give you a quick mention because Mark the time. Yeah, play with a couple of your things. Sorry, I misheard that. Yeah, well, so, so, do we want to play this now or wait till the end of the no, show? Let's, let's do it. Make it a time. Easter egg, perhaps. Yeah. Oh, we have some email. Um, yeah, we got an email from Trevor. Oh, and by the way, oh, if you like to, us before, if yeah. you would like to yeah. emailify us, you could do that at metalnerdery at gmail.com. That's it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So from Mr. Trevor, what's up crew? Can't stop listening to your podcast. The more I listen, the more I listen much to your chagrin. Uh, (laughs) It's not to our chagrin at all. That's excellent. Thanks for all the education y'all give on bands, tangentiality isness and the history of metal fun for a quote, younger fan like me. Born 1988. My wow. God. Dango, whipper dango, fucking dango. So I'm living vicariously through your Metallica and Pantera stories. Cool. That's nice. awesome. A couple of suggestions, requestuses for future episodes. Uh, yes. I will already say absolutely fuck yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm automatically on board because he's he's got the uh, he's got the lingo. He's got the metal nerdery lingo down. So kudos to trevor yeah for artist overview and some of these i were just thinking about i were i was just thinking about God, have y'all done a coc yet we have not God, and that's uh, one i was yeah. thinking of <laughs> yeah. that one uh he mentioned coc crowbar i hate god would be cool to do a combined episode on all the non-pantera influences behind down uh, oh yeah that almost
almost be like a down that's, behind the metal. That's without. really cool. Yeah, yeah. great idea. I know less about these bands. We're not paying you, dude. More about Pantera. Yeah, you don't get any money. <laughs> but you do get all the, fuck it. You get glory. Like, we'll give you the glory. You get the whole salad board. Hey, wait, I'm not getting paid either. No. But you wait, already uh, get the bacon bits, dude. <laughs> okay, you get, sweet. Billiam gets all the bacos. He does. Bill Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just got that. I'm fucking a genius. Uh, not even. Okay. I know less about these bands, more about Pantera, but dig what I've listened to. I uh, wonder if other fans are in the same boat. Now, there has got to be a fucking COC. Indeed. Uh, I oh, saw sure. the thing. I can't for, believe we missed that. I well, saw the wise boy I mean, release. See, I figured y'all did it with Adam, so I never even yeah, said it. Yeah. Uh, there's so many to. There's so many good We're, things to talk about. It just, and all, you know, yeah. yeah. It's endless. Oh, yeah. And for album dive, see, similar to above, I've heard you mention COC on a shit ton of episodes, but don't think you've done a Blind. dive. We have not. We have not. Blind. Uh, well, it'd be a great place to start. So I'd be happy with a straight up COC dive, maybe a deliverance album dive. Keep oh, rocking. Yes. Fucking Thank you, fucking Trevor. Deliverance. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, I believe there will be some definite COC in the future because, and I say this with all truth, because now we are in the fall and it's uh, it's COC weather. I Ubered up to a watering hole. Um, Hold on a second. Hail to you, Trevor. Yes, yeah, thank you, Trevor B. Hail to Trevor. Trevor B. Thank you, sir. Trevor B. Yeah. They didn't hear it. So I Ubered to a uh, uh, watering hole last week, and uh, the weather just kind of screamed COC. And the cool thing about this watering hole, they have one of those fucking uh, jukeboxes that if you put the app on your phone, you yeah. can sit there and play the music from your phone. Remotely? Yeah. So... That's cool. I loaded that thing down with the entire Deliverance album. Um, I threw some Slayer in there. I threw some Slipknot in there. Because, uh, you know, they got the sports on all the TVs, but they had it turned down We and the music cranked up. And there was a guy playing one of those fucking poker video things. Oh, yeah. Video gambling. And during the COC segment of my DJing show, uh, he was like, who the hell is this band? Like He'd never heard him like in a good oh, way. Wow. Yeah. yeah, in a good way. He was like, "They are freaking awesome." So he was we, like, "This reminds me of Sabbath and Skinner and blah blah blah." And I was yeah. like, "I was like, they're called corrosion of conformity." Would you say he got some deliverance that night? He did. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. But it made me feel good. I introduced yeah. somebody to something they hadn't heard, and they were freaking loving it. He's like, "They are awesome." Follow up like, question. I'm guessing maybe not, but you didn't happen to have a metal nerdy T-shirt on, did you? No, I didn't think so. Sorry. Yeah, uh, by the way, if you'd like to go buy some of this shit, go to metalnotary.com slash merch. And uh, also, you can send me some fucking gum on the gum apps, Tall Demaki, and I fucking lost everything and hungry. <laughs> what? Just a hungry a lot. All right, so back to the typo. Bloody Kisses was kind of like their, would you say that was their break into was the their mainstream? That was their master, you I think? think. Yeah, or maybe they're black. I don't black, know. The black album. They com- oh, I, I won't say they completely changed, but that album changed a lot compared to. Well, that the one had more of kind of it really embraced that a whole lot of gothiness. Melody. A lot it of had melody. more melody. Yeah. The keyboards were a little more prominent. It wasn't quite as. I, I guess it, in, a, in a way, Slow Deep and Hard was almost like that connected middle ground between Carnivore and them getting to this. Except for the song "Kill All the White People." I love that song. We I know everybody song. loves it, but that was probably the only punk song on this album where everything else was much more yeah. melodic goth metal. We got to hear Kill All the White People. <laughs> yeah, we've already played that one. Oh, but we still got to hear it. Uh, hear it. Uh, the first one I heard, obviously, the first song on the album. Like number one? Well, no, it was uh, Christian Woman. 
I guess that was well. I guess both of those songs were kind oh, of uh, radio hits. God, I forgot about Machine Screw. Oh yeah, that, well, that always it. had the, uh, <laughs> the fancy little instrumentals in there. I think Russell was saying that because he's like having flashbacks. Yeah. Well, when I bought this album, yeah, uh, mark the time, Billy. Yeah. I'm just saying when I got this album, I hadn't heard anything from it yet, and I went to the store as soon as I found out it was it was available. I went and bought it. Yes, sir. Hold on. Does yours have a hole in it too? It does, sir. Thank you, Billy. Talk, we're talking about uh, beers, not um, other things with holes in. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And uh, anyway, so I went out and picked up Bloody Kisses. I already dug the uh, cover because it had some uh, chickies making Elizabeth out. Action. I have I have a follow up tangential question for you, Russell. Are you familiar with the alternate release of Bloody Kisses? I may not be. The alternate release has a much sexier album cover. Really? And, and they took out all the little connective, little interlude things that, that it had, but then they added another unreleased song called Suspended in Dusk. I have heard that song. That fucking song, that song is the soundtrack to vampires and Halloween well, and fall and fucking doom metal and everything. That song pretty much encompasses so this album was released in 93 in august but i'm telling you this was the most halloween sounding album i think but i mean at that time for sure yeah i mean of course black sabbath but between christian woman and black number one and uh what's the no more nights of blood and fire i mean there's just Uh, blood and fire i think yeah these songs sound this album you can almost do a dive on this one i mean right it sounds like fucking halloween but if we do that it's gonna be like 85 and a half hours long and it's just okay there's the digipack re-release that had right. suspended and god it, dusk that's it. such a great fucking album i forgot how many good songs are on there what do you want to hear what do you want to hear yeah, if you've not heard suspended and dusk we should really play that i think russell probably might might Let, uh, mess up his pants a little bit if he doesn't yeah he let's do that it. one and maybe uh either um Either Blood and Fire or uh, Frozen. Those are both good. I'm either good you with tell me either which Blood one. Well, we'll Christian Woman and Black Number One, those are those like are hits. The staples, but everybody's Those are them. hits. Yeah. Everybody knows that fucking Metal Nerd is all about deep cuts. Yeah. They're gross. Set Me on Fire is a good one, too. Dude, I'm telling you, when you hear Suspended in Dusk. I've heard the song. It's a great song. Let's play it. Uh, which one? Suspended, Suspended in-, in Dusk, which totally describes uh, Halloween, you know, this time of year. <laughs> totally. Song about vampires. And wine. Ah, just like you can hear the cauldron bubbling and shit. Clickiness. Yeah. What? Just relax, Bill. <laughs> I must say. On my beer opening. That wasn't a part of the song. It's the Metal Nerdery remix. Very atmospheric, this one. Yeah, this whole album. Yeah, the difference between the, the previous. Yeah. Night and day.
We hate everyone that's in the Whenever I think a typo, it's just, it always fills the room. Yes. You know? Full. Yeah, they're playing in a cave. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like they're Black Sabbath guys. Yeah. Vocal effects on that are sick. They're huge. They're like way out here. Right. Uh, That's my death metal impression of Peter Steele. Do you soap on my Keyboards and shit. It's just yeah. like super fucking creepy. I kind of enjoyed the the few upbeat songs on here. Would be yeah, because uh, they did have some that weren't all like super doomy gloomy like that. Either twelve, thirteen, F, number nine's a good one. But by, by the way, just as a side note, number seven's a good one. You, you can read the whole thing because when you say the numbers, you know what it sounds like. It sounds like those workers that didn't show up at the restaurant on time. Those yeah. motherfuckers. Hey, can I get uh, this and this? Uh, is that a number eight or number six or number you five? Number six. I want that one. <laughs> oh, speaking of number six, it's Seals and Croft covered. Summer Breeze. Oh, this is a good one. Set me on fire. It's the Richard Pryor anthem. I just like this because the album's so dark. And then all of a sudden, you got this kind of 60s. Yeah. Hey everybody, we're having a good time here. It's time to have some self-immolation, pour some gas on you, and set yourself on fire. Yes, sir. (laughs) It's like 60s, right? (laughs) Yeah. There's not enough relaxers for this. Oh, wait, I can fix that. I almost think this is one of those albums similar to Rain and Blood, though, where you kind of got to start and go all the way through. Start to finish. For it to make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, in the little interlude things, but it definitely I do love adds the drums, to it. This is a drum part. No, never mind. Sorry. No, brother, we're still tripping out in the fifth dimension, bro. That's some serious trippy 60s shit, man. Psychedelic almost. Some green, black, and white tie-dye, my bro. It's like a little drum fill in here. It's really cool. Right here? Yeah. I don't know. There's just something about the way the songs roll off into each other on this album. It's uh, 
Yeah, that's like totally. Oh man, that's totally groovy, right. baby. I mean, yeah, okay, this is, yeah. This is completely different. Different than, than it, but it makes it. sense on the if you listen to it all in, in order. Yeah, in context, it like comes out almost like Bauhaus. You know. Yeah, like, we'll have to do a dive on this one at some point because yeah. that is probably their yeah. masterpiece. It was close. It was, it was a great close. fucking album. Trying. Uh, th- I thought you were complimenting my burp, Russell. That was a great Damn. fucking burp too. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So after that, we go to uh, October the, Rust. The October Rust. Now that was kind of uh, a little more different territory. That almost kind of had more further mainstreamageness of what they built on on Bloody Kisses. I think. Yeah. Would you yeah. agree? I don't want to say pop, but it was no, definitely more mainstream. Like, the accessibility factor. I mean, fuck. I think they threw another three years later. Another seventies. Yeah, they toured the fuck out of uh, yeah, Bloody, Bloody Kisses. Kisses. Yeah, I saw them on the Bloody Kisses tour with Danzig. They toured several times. I think I think I saw that too. International Ballroom is where one it was. time they played with Danzig. Yeah. I think at the Roxy. Oh wow! What and I don't know if that. it was this tour or maybe if it was. I feel like I've October s- Rust, but I feel like I've seen them or Danzig at the Ballroom, but I can't. I, don't, I, I saw them. I know up, I saw them at the Ballroom for sure. The funny part about the Ballroom show was the typo played first. They opened for Danzig, which at that time I guess Danzig was bigger. Uh-huh. Sorry, not, not in height. But, uh, <laughs> well, that was the funny part about the show. His dick's probably like twice as big as Peter Steele's. Anyway, go ahead. The, the funny, the, the, <laughs> the funny part about the show was we were like dead center pit area when Typo played, and he had zero problem. Problem, excuse me, seeing Peter Steele problem. from from where I was standing, like. It, Mammoth, huge guy <laughs> right. up there playing bass. Basically saw the whole show fine. When Danzig got on stage, I found myself like on tippy toes and kind of jumping to try to see the dude. <laughs> I do remember at that Roxy show, I wish I could remember which tour. It was probably, it might have been this one because I got a little more into him, I think, by the time October Rust came out. Yeah. But they fucking brick walled the fucking house mix. Like loud as fuck. Like can't be loud enough. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Oh. For fucking typo. Typo open. And this is I usually wear earplugs to shows because ah. protection first. Right. It was so fucking loud that it was loud as shit with earplugs. No. There were people doubled over with their hands over their ears, like nice. now I will tell you at the ballroom show, I remember this clearly. They had a perfect mix. It was like it's not too loud, great. not it too not loud. Yeah. Great. You know, it sounded great. And you could hear every part of the song and the Pinter lyrics. And White Zombie, that was right, a, oh, right. Yeah. That's still legendary. So and then Danza gets up there, and I guarantee you that little shrimp fucking told him to jack the fucking volume up uh, so he could be louder than them. And his whole set sounded like shit. It was just feeding back and loud uh, as fuck. I mean, as good as he is, of course, I enjoy Danzig's music. Uh, so I guarantee, I, I know rock bands would do this to try to show up the band before. It's like, turn all my shit up, you know. If, especially if they felt like they were being smoked by the opening right. band. Right. Yeah, we, we used to have to fucking do that with Queens right back in the day on the Justice Tour because it was like, you know, they took, you know, fucking G off taint, took all my fucking gum. It's a prick. And his Damn. biker shorts. What Anyhow. was your uh, personal pick off this one? Or did you have like a couple of. Uh, is it only the nine? Uh, I feel no. Like we're missing uh, something here. No. 
Tentacles can scroll. Uh, you got the uh, Neil Young covered. The, that, the Cinnamon Girl album. edition was a nice, that kind of had that whole 70s. 70s vibe, like with the Seals and Crofts, which was cool. I would say either Love You to Death or Beat My Druidus. Both of those are good with me. Yeah, or My Girlfriend's Girlfriend. That was the hit. That's just because you like lesbians, dude. Ooh, there's a song that about. Was the, it was the hit fucking song. They had a video for that. a song called Wolf Moon. Yeah, that's when you get premium wolf steak. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, have some wolf moon yeah. wolf steak. Yeah. 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 Marinated in moon rocks. Yeah. <laughs> we grew that up in San Francisco. All right. Yeah. Ooh. All right now. Uh, give me a few. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend's girlfriend was the hit, so we're not playing hits. So, yeah. uh, you want to do like Love You to Death is a great one. Either or both. Love, I'm good with Love You to Death. That's a good one. Oh, yeah, this one sounds like... For all the goth girls out there. Lionel, Lionel Richie. <laughs> with your black lipstick and cigarettes. I dig those chicks. This one's going out to you. They're close you cigarettes. In her place, 100 candles burning. <laughs> a salty sweat drips from her breast. Wrist or lips? Breast. Oh, breast. Fuck. Better lips move. And I can feel what you say. Swaying. Those lips. The Almost like melodic Beatles Sabbath. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking title on that one. Fucker had a voice. Yeah, he did. He had a cool fucking voice. Projectified very well. That's a, that's a man singing right there. That's right, God man. Damn yeah. straight. That's right. <laughs> Takes a certain kind of man to show your wang in a magazine, do you, <laughs> sir? <laughs> Peter Steele was that dude. <laughs> okay, we were I'm laughing. No, that was a good concert to take a date to, though. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I felt like you tried to tie that in with a type, <laughs> type, type of negative show. They're sticking to the leather seats the on the way home. You know what I'm oh, wait. That's called uh, forward <laughs> backshadowing. No, we were laughing earlier at the uh, <laughs> track 12. Track 12 is the glorious liberation of the People's Technocratic Republic of Vinland by the combined forces of the United Territories of Europa. What's <laughs> <laughs> the name of the song? Do you feel like we have to hear a little bit of it now? Now that we read I it guarantee off? guarantee it's a soft intro. Well, it's only a minute long. Yeah, it's kind of a self-intro. That's just a brilliant fucking dial. That, that's one thing I loved about Some them. Some of the covers the absurdity. Yeah, Seals and Croft, uh, Summer Breeze, and then on this one, they did Cinnamon Girl. But you know what, though, man? It gives that whole 70s vibe, even though yeah. that's not their wheelhouse. And no, it kind of is, though. I know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. I mean, it's, they it's throw a, it in there on purpose. It's yeah. almost kind of like, I guess in a way. If this wasn't, I'm sorry to interrupt. No Go worries, ahead, sir. please. If this didn't have the big sound, 
it will totally fit in the seventies, like you right. said. Right, indeed. Yeah. yeah, but it's got a giant sound, so yeah. it's it's it sounds. It's very textured. It's like Beatles. Yeah. It's almost got all these different multiple textures yeah. and stuff. But it's like it's got that very interesting like seventies sound blended with like you know Sabbath, but also like with maybe the Cure. I know I don't listen to the Cure, but I wouldn't say that. Well, you know what I mean, sound, like, but maybe but like the, the melody and stuff, a the gothiness. The goth aesthetic, maybe, because I guess the cure had that sort of gothy, well, like skinny puppy. The same puppy, people, or excuse me, let me back that up. The same, <laughs> a lot of the same. Other, this is going to sound sexist. Ladies who like the cure like typo because it had that goth. Why kinda. does it sound sexist, ladies? Well, I'm basing this ladies off of, and other Russell, and it could be dudes. Maybe there's some goth dudes that yeah, like typo. Same. I mean, they've they've read Playgirl. They read the articles i don't know maybe they fucking also like typo i love the helmet yes he does that's our contingency actually you know what that's the whole reason i got into typo it's because you love the helmet i saw that no man i saw that playgirl episode (laughs) of the magazine it was the episode of the magazine the episode of the magazine It was the behind the episode of the magazine episode. Was he on the cover of the magazine? Well, he was the fucking. He was. He was the the model. Yeah, he was. He was the centrifold of that. You guys know way too much about that. I'm just saying. Well, well, okay. Here's what I do know. (laughs) On the the Jerry Springer episode, he held it up. Yeah, he held it up. And uh, spoiler alert, (laughs) girls, you get three unfolds in the Playboy centerfold. Peter Steele's dick took like six by itself. Wow, that's how fucking massive it was. Good for him. And because he's eight feet tall. It was it's, tremendous. It was tremendous. Him. You might say it was vast. <laughs> he was a grower and a shower, apparently. Oh, what? for fuck's sake. Can we move on? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> All right, so. Do, I mean, we could play the glorious liberation of the People's Technocratic Republic of Vinland by the co- combined forces of the United Territories of Europa. Or say it again faster. No, I'm kidding. Oh, wait, um, I can, hold on. I can say it again, and, and Bill will produce it. Hold on. The glorious liberation of the People's Technocratic Republic of Vinland by the combined forces of the United Territories of Europa. <gasps> Go. I think it's just that for like a minute. Sure. But it sounds yeah. fucking glorious and victorious, does it not? It does. Yeah. Can glor victorious be a word or is that too busy? Right, let's jump up a, a record. Yeah. Uh, was it World Coming Down was the next one? Yes. yes. Indeed. 1999. This is pre-millennium, man. This was when everybody thought the banks was going to fucking fail. Guess what? Didn't take that long. Not no 2,000 things going to make them fail. It's going to be bureaucratic overspending and overreach what's going to make them fail. I don't got a name for this Jesus. character yet, but he's a fucking <laughs> southern redneck, and he's pissed off, and he's ready to kick Brandon's ass. I'm just saying, all right, I'm going to give it back to Matt. Whew, yes, holy please. Holy Boy, that dude's kind of amped. A little bit. A little meth and Q and... Meth Q? Meth Q. Hey! Meth Q Redneck from... Maybe instead of HQ... Hiawassee, Georgia? What, what if we adopt the name Meth Q? Yeah, yeah, the first song deals with his Coke Edition. Coke Edition? Coke Addiction. <laughs> you know, I was going to say this earlier before y'all rudely interrupted me, but I think that the only real <laughs> drug problem anybody has is not having any drugs, mm. if I'm being honest. 
or running out. I mean, it's that that's where the drug problems start. Yeah, Peter did have a coca problem. And uh, by the way, for the good Everything people at Coca Cola, for the good the people one. at Coca Cola, I don't know if you're listening, but if you could, since we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic and an apocalypse, and you know the Lord's coming back soon, put can you please put the fucking cocaine back in the goddamn Coca Coca Cola? Jesus, I don't need orange Coke. I mean, if you can make orange flavored cocaine, that would be awesome. But okay, anyway, world <laughs> coming down. This one was weird. Like with the, everything dies. That's my jam. That's your jam. That's my jam. Or the, actually, the day tripper covers really good, but we don't want to play they, all their covers. They did. They did such cool. We'll have to do like a next another episode. They did a whole Beatles like uh, medley there. Yeah, but dude, even in their covers, they had other shit that wasn't part of whatever they were covering, which made it even more ridiculous. I think on this one, the big hit maybe was "Creepy Green Light." As everything dies, everything dies. Was it? That's the one they had the video for, anyway. Uh, Look at that! Perfectly timed burped. Burped. That's terrible. I think you enjoyed it. I just love that distorted bass. Yeah, nasty. It is nasty. Fuzz. They may not be uh, marijuana metal, but they are definitely fucking doomed. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's yeah. doom as fuck. They get doomed. Yeah. Doom plus keyboards. Really. Yes. Yeah. Doom plus keyboards core? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> not even. Okay. <clears throat> Nobody wants to hear that, man. Yeah, can you mm. cut me out one of those? <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like escargot. Escargot tastes like snot, by the way. That was what that meant. With butter and garlic. It's like put fresh garlic in my snot. It's really good. Is this everything does? Yes. Yes. Fucking been a minute. Somebody died. ASMR. I'm searching for something okay. which can't be found. Wasn't it after this album he faked his own death? I do not know that. The, yeah. It was before the next record they like faked his death to promote the album. People are going to die. Let's go back and see if there's something heavier, maybe. Ooh, actually, the tiddly on this one's pretty good. World coming down? It is. Yeah, it's a good song. Billy, if we could, uh, to use a little bit of Russell's verbiage, if we could just give that a little taste. 
Nicely placed. <laughs> I taught him so well. Black Sabbath shout out there. Yeah. I remember liking this album, but I think it's probably Dark Horse, the lowest, like in my and all the in the ranking. Of, yeah. You think? The next one I thought was fucking amazing. But Dead Again? No. The one before Dead Again. Uh, oh, my life, life is, is killing, killing me. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy green light was the big hit off this one. Yeah, that they were kind of cool because they kind of had that whole like albums as a full work kind of thing. Yeah. They didn't write. They didn't do like the songs. They yeah. wrote albums. Yeah. Which sadly we really don't get that much anymore. But that was very much like a seventies thing. And it kind of makes it hard to do the overview because you know. You almost got to include. It's almost like when we did the ST one. It's like, oh well, uh, we got to do like a album dive for every fucking album, okay? Yeah, and we're gonna make it eighty-five and a half hours long. This song doesn't make sense without these two songs before it. You know, it kind of right. all like it's almost not but, you know not a concept song? album, but it's written as an album. You know, Russell, they all have the same sound though. Similar, yeah, very which similar. is yeah, which is unusual unusual for that time, right? Well, right. I, I don't know about the well, 90s. Well, a lot of people changed. I don't know about the 90s, but the 80s, it seemed like every band. It, That's me, sorry. <laughs> the dog. I was knocking. <laughs> Come in. Knock, knocking on doggy's bond. Um, Gross. Sorry. It seemed like. It's doggy style. It seems like every band, when they released a new album, it had a different sound than the prior album. Right. But all of these albums kind of sound very the same. similar. Yeah. yeah, they do. But the thing about the production, them, though, anyway. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but to Bill's point, what he just said, don't you think Russell that each album kind of had its own specific vibe? Like there was, I would say, like October Rust is very unique compared to even World Coming Down, right? Or even Bloody Kisses. No, I would say uh, Origin of Feces slash um, Slow Deep and Hard definitely a different sound than anything else they ever did. Bloody Kisses was the start to me of the real goth stuff. Of their sound? Yeah. Uh, at, that, that, okay, so Origin of Feces, uh, Slow Deep and Hard was post-Carnivore. That, was, that, that was, was Carnivore. Right yeah, it was like still. That was still in the transitory phase. <clears throat> they I were guess. Carnivore songs played by Typo Negative, mm -hmm. right. Uh, Bloody Kisses to me was the beginning of the Typo Negative goth So that was almost sound. like their first new album, really. Right, okay, right. I think that's fair. And October Rust sounds different but it's still very similar well october rust kind of has the sound of or of bloody kisses next wave yeah sort of yeah you know because bloody kisses was kind of more the gothy introduction and then october rust kind of took that up a notch i mean but world world coming down would uh, i like dead again a lot world coming down would probably be the lowest Your least favorite my least favorite but i still like it Okay, um, now life is killing me. I my, love this one. My favorite one on that one, and uh, again with the sense of humor and the different goofy shit they had in the different songs. Two thousand three. Yeah. 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 Fucking eighteen years ago, man. Holy shit, that's ridiculous. 
There's some oh, good ones on this. Oh, they did a Christian woman butt kiss and sellout version. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of it? Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's, on, that's, that's, a that's on the Europe bonus, bonus track. Yeah, sorry. My favorite one on this one was anesthesia. And I think the reason, but the only thing I didn't like about anesthesia, I say that because that's tangentially related to mental nursery with no anesthesia. Right. Kind of like surgery with no anesthesia. But the thing about anesthesia I did not like is the whole beginning part was awesome. And then they changed and kind of went into something else, kind of like how Slayer does. You yeah. know, like they'll be playing one thing and they totally change. And they never went back there. to the first stuff. And I was like, no, that part's so good. It was, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But if we could, if we could, uh, if we could have a little taste of that. Russell, what was your uh, fave pick on this one? I like the fucking hit. And it's because. The hit? The titly or the. No, I don't want to be me. Was that the hit? Yeah, it had the was dude. It? You know what? What's the? Uh, there's the a comedy movie. No, there's a comedy movie about this kind of. He's not Jack Black, but he's a Jack Black looking guy who plays ping pong. I can't remember the oh. name of this fucker. You know what I'm talking about? He goes to I like do, China, and, and it's almost like Bruce Lee's uh, Enter the Dragon, like this ping pong contest. <laughs> ping pong? Yes. And so you're comedian. saying he's got ball savvy, is what you're saying? It's this dude with a mullet, right? <laughs> I can't think of the <laughs> actor's name. Is that where he draws his power <laughs> from the mullet? Kinda. Mullet yeah. powers activate. But the reason why I bring that up is that dude's in the video for this, but he's like, uh, he's a Marilyn Monroe um, uh, what do you call impersonator. Oh, impersonator. Impersonator, yeah. Okay. So that guy's like so drag queen kind of. Yeah, but he's got the white dress on and it's flowing. Like, right. It's just fucking hilarious. And I, it was so funny when I saw this video and then a few years later I saw that. God, I can't think of the name of that ping pong movie. It's funny as shit. But oh, that God. guy was the guy in the ping pong movie. Anyway. Ping pong core. Yeah. Oh, well, was the, it um, No. Ben Stiller? No. Hold on. I'm telling oh, no, well, like Zoolander? No, I'm thinking of Dodgeball. Oh, yes, dodge I ball. love dodgeball. But no, this was a pain. balls of s- balls marks time. Balls of fury. Balls of fury. It's <laughs> got Napoleon in it. Hold on. Yeah, balls of fury. <laughs> it's got, uh, Napoleon and Will Ferrell. Yeah, it's Will Ferrell. Balls of fury. No, no, I'm thinking of uh, no, no. They were in some. No, sk- you're thinking of the ice skating ice skating shit. movie. Yeah. No, this guy. I didn't see that. This but. guy. Right here, this dude. Oh, <laughs> I've seen that dude. What's that something? fucker's name? He's in the video for. Oh, oh god, that movie is so fucking funny. Oh, here it is, 2007. Yeah, that guy's Balls in the Fury. Dan Fogler. That's who it is. Dan Fogler. Yeah, this was the cast. Christopher Walken was in it. Oh, boy. some of my favorite movies. <laughs> it's fucking There's balls funny. everywhere. Couldn't I believe swear, it. It's basically the storyline of Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon, but it involves it ping balls. Ball. Yeah, there it is right there. Oh, God. I made that up. I never even read a review. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I'm a genius. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but that dude uh, <sighs> is in the video for I Don't Want to Be Me. But when I heard that song, that's one of those songs that sticks with me because sometimes I just don't want to fucking can, be me. Can we know? do it's that like, one and end us this year? And it's upbeat. It's kind of a rocker. And roll it and right out, and right out of a controller? Yes, sir. Wait for it. I'm waiting. Thank you. Thank you. It was like feedback. It's a good video. I don't want to be, be an
surf goth. Kind of. They didn't lose their sense of fun. No. Fun. I think this was after he got a room. They went back to that upbeat kind of yeah. punky. Yeah. I like yeah. this. One, two, one, two, three, four. Yeah. I always like how they did that. that it's like school. they didn't have to do that, but, but it, it just kind of filled yeah. it in. Yeah. Well, it just kind of added the fun. Yeah. Mark the time. Thank you. Sorry. I think this album. Uh, I think why I like it better than the previous was it did have a little bit it's still plenty of goth and plenty of doom but it had a little bit more of that kind of punky vibe to it in a few of the songs and well they sort of did the whole continuity thing like with the little interlude things which mm. I, I always dig that because it kind of reminds me of like prog metal bands right shadowing because you know they they put in little things that connect songs it's like it's not a full song and I used I used to get pissed about that when I was younger. I'm like, what's this fucking one and a half minute piece of bullshit? I can't fucking do anything with. And then I go back and listen to it in context and be like, oh, it makes it's sense. much better with relaxers. I, I mean, get well, it. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, if you could have chicken on the grill or grilled chicken with relaxers, Russell, which one are you going to pick? Uh, grilled chicken with relaxers for Indeed. 100, Alex. Uh, I believe Billiam would also probably concur. And then, uh, what would you say? Oh, anesthesia. Yeah, yeah for real. That's though. my that's my biggie piggy off that one. I like the whole album, but that one just it makes it move for me. ASMR, especially the first part, the first half. Keyboards kick in, it's really badass. His fucking voice is almost like an instrument, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. it's cool as shit. Fucker. <laughs> Get jealous of me. Why can't I say piano yeah yeah very very cool and it totally changes gears like halfway through and i'm always kind of like if the song needs it okay fine move on but sometimes i'm like oh that was such a good riff how can you not go back to it 
All right, moving on, but honorable on. honorable mentions. Uh, the title track on this one's really good as well. Wait, what's what's the oh life is killing? Yeah, life is killing. I was like, what the fuck is it? I'm looking at it. I'm like, where's the titly? Where's the titly? All right, so dead again. That's uh, what the fuck's his name? I know his name. What the fuck's his name? I know his name. It's Russian. Cover? Yes, Rasputin. It's That's Rasputin. who I was looking for. Yes, two thousand seven. Yeah, this was their last recording. The cover photo is a portrayal of Grigory Rasputin, the Russian mystic and associate of Tsar Nicholas the Tooth. The lettering is in a full acrylic font. The song Halloween in Heaven is tribute to Dimebag Daryl, who was killed in 2004. Okay. I did not know that particular part. And all tracks are written by Peter Steele. Well, I mean, let's be honest. It, he was kind of the Dave Mustaine of Typo Negative. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, but I think they pretty much kept, they kept the same lineup, though. They did. I yeah. guess so they kind of, they were like the, fuck it. They were like the Led Zeppelin of fucking God. Kind of. I mean, they, I can't think of anybody that they switched out. Awesome. Thank you, Russell, for acknowledging that I'm right. Yeah. Well, can you, can you just say uh, Matt's right? Esperate. Esperate, por favor, gringos. Pinche. <laughs> Pinche gringos. Esperate, cabrons. English, motherfucker. Do you, you speak, speak it? <laughs> there you go right there. I'll see. And begin. Oh, so Sal and Brusco was on uh, up until 95. So he was on the first three. Okay. Sal. That just sounds like a cool name. Fucking Sal. So they only had uh I feel like Sal's got drugs on call. They only changed drummers. They <laughs> yeah, changed drummers. Sure. That was it. Everybody else was original. Man, my fucking leg's killing me, dude. Can you can you score some ox here, some Percocet? Dude, let me call Sal. <laughs> yeah. He's got it. He's got it. What else you want? He's he's got moon rocks that Snoop won't even smoke. Actually, that's not true. Snoop will smoke moon rocks, just not sun rocks. All right, so. So right. this is so, dead, dead again. again. The last, the last studio last offering. One. Wow! So they haven't put out anything in the last decade. Holy shit, well, man! He fucking died in two thousand ten, yeah. bro. Uh, um, I mean, yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. But it's just, I guess, looking at it through the lens of time, you guys have a negative with a different singer. I can't remember what they it, were called, but they put out something about five or six years ago. Really? All the guys in it's a different, it's a different band. It's silver something. I can't, we'll figure it out before. Interesting. That. Yeah. But see, you guys have kids, so it's like it's an easier way to tell the passage of time. But since I don't, right. I look back on this and I'm like, holy fuck. So Dead Again came out 14 years ago. Yeah. Which is kind of ridiculous to think about. I do like how they always included covers of like old obscure bands from back in the day. You know, a cover I always thought that they would do good and I'm really kind of surprised they didn't do it. Or Damn maybe it. they did and I just it's in my subconscious, but Man, I could, uh your subconscious. I could whole totally hear them do um whole totally <laughs> the Breakfast Club song. <laughs> that would be kind of a strange Oh, you know what it is. You know what it is. You know why I think that or thought of that. The fucking what if guy. He did that. He did oh, the Breakfast yeah. Club song yeah. as typo negative. That's why it's in my brain. Sorry, okay. I'm, I'm still stuck in whole totally. I'm that's gonna be he a new can do, core. 
He can do the typo stuff really perfect. Well. Yeah. I, like the he did an Allison Chain songs type of yeah. negative that was really yeah. really cool. I nominate yeah. a new genre, whole totally core. All right, dude. I had a fucking misquote there. Uh, my, my tongue was moving faster <laughs> than my brain. <laughs> Mark, Mark the time. <laughs> so cut me a little slack. All right, Boom. There. All right, there, Chief. Thank you for that. It's not at all racist, considering my family does have a Cherokee Indian background. Sorry, I was triggered. Oh, my God. I don't know what I'm going to do now. I'm going to write a letter to CNN. Maybe they'll read it on the air. I don't know. <laughs> I'm they kidding. Will. They will. By the way, for any of those who were triggered by me being triggered by the little bit of non-triggerment, understand that's how goddamn stupid you fucking sound. Oh, oh. my God. I'm so triggered. I'm so offended. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a letter. Go watch The Closer and shut your mouth. Oh, it's amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing. Amazing. They did a ton of covers. Look at all these. Yeah. Light my fire. I've day, heard most of them. Day tripper. Oh God, I hadn't heard Bad Moon Rising. You know, you know let me, uh, guys. Magical I, Mystic. Oh, uh, in the flesh by Floyd. I'd like to hear that, but that's good. I think uh, to that to that end, Billiam. I think I'd like to put a request out there to anybody who's listening in Metal Nerdery Land who could possibly make this happen. I think a posthumous Peter Steele typo compilation with covers. Would be a genius. Like a typo idea. garage days would be fucking genius. Right, let's play something off dead again. And then. Um, Indeed. And then maybe a cover A couple of covers. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed Close it out. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, I totally had that on my itinerary and I was uh, going to totally fucking uh, do that. And uh, what was your, what was your uh, pick off dead again? If you had to pick one. She burned me down. I remember Prophet of Doom seemed kind of heavy. Yeah. Tripping a Blind Man. Some of the album t- or the song titles are just cool. I think the Hail and Farewell to Britain. Was that around the time of Brexit? Oh, no. Oh, no. How about September Sun? How's that one? Uh, work it. Work, work that shit, you baby. Work, work it. How about Halloween work in Heaven? Girl. Ooh, that's even better because that's better? probably, uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, what do you I think, Russell? I have no idea. It's very close to Halloween. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not familiar with that interface. Interface. All right, here we go. Let's Gross. put it right there. Interface, not in his face. It's more rocky. Yeah. That's a little fast for typo. Indeedly. Punk. That Billy Idol punk sound a little bit. Almost kind of Ramonesy. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of badass. <laughs> I'm kind of digging it. Misfits-ish a little bit too. Yeah, I can hear that. It's fucking punk. It's Kenny. I always liked it when Kenny sang. They kind of, I think they worked well. Yeah, it worked out well. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, that's cool. Good Good choice. Good choice. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Good choice. You know what's funny? Choice almost rhymes 
With moist. moist. <laughs> you were going to fucking say uh, that. Okay, here's a question. Why is it, it seems like women get offended by the Gross. term moist, which is ironic because often. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> women are usually the ones that are. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> moist was the word I was looking for. <laughs> Russell's like covered his face. Like, oh, fuck. Uh, sounds like a good one. Is that the prophet of doom? Indeed. Oh, you got to play all 10 minutes and 47 fucking seconds. Right? <laughs> they went old school on this one. The fact that his face was so fucking heavy and distorted added that extra dimension of balls to his sound. Right. It's like Groove Doom Core. That's cool as shit. It's like that. Sounds like all hell's breaking loose by Kiss. Bill, how did you not catch that? <laughs> oh, that's badass. God, when Street Hustler come up to me one day oh, and no, I'm no, sitting no, there no, my no, no, no. <laughs> Fucking blasphemy. <laughs> no. How dare you, sir? They should be canceled for that fucking song. What be this? What be that? Why you gotta look like that? Ah, we just shit all over a little bit. Oh, goddamn! I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I dig it. Alrighty then. I want to hear all ten minutes and forty-seven seconds. Now I gotta go home and listen to all hell's breaking. Matthew fucked it up with a racist (laughs) kiss song. Gross. Racist. What be this? What be that? Uh, Dude, Paul Stanley's like part Hebrew. That's it. I was going to say New Yorker, (laughs) but okay. He's Hebrew. Racist. You're a kissist. That's what it is. You've got like discrimination against kiss. You know what? We're reaching a point in the world where because everybody gets so triggered by everything so easily, every word now is going to have to be the letter of whatever that word is. So English or language in general is going to get infinitely more difficult. So no more so like, mentioning the K word. Yeah, which could stand for anything. Knowledge. I was talking about kiss. Kids, oh, okay. kiss, <laughs> cunts, cuntiness. I mean, uh, it could, it could be C that word, too. But, okay. uh, no, it's the K word. So here's the thing. Q word. No, it, Q too. C is less severe than K. So if you, call someone, if you call someone a cunt with a C, it's fine. But with a K, oh. Q is like canceled. Ah. Like, oh. See what I mean? Gotcha. It's like cancel culture with two Qs. It's like uber cancel culture. I would, if you could find their version of uh, Floyd. Yeah. That's what I'm looking that for. That sounds right now. freaking amazing. Oh, Holy shit. Go, you know, it's fall when you can actually feel the coolness coming into the house. 
Sorry, not into the house, into the 33rd floor inverted underground bunker pin studios here in lovely and talented okay. Atlanta, Georgia. All right, let's see if I can find that motherfucker. Wow, that's a lot. That's like a medley. Ah, uh, uh, there it is. Uh, yeah, at least that's the beginning part. It's probably one of those intro things like they would do, like when they would drop like cornucopia. Yeah. And like the intro part of a song, you know? It's live. That's the problem. Live. So the problem is that it's live and that it was not sound. Included on the live album, Bizarre Types. Ooh, I didn't know they had a live album. So I guess let's play it and see what we get. Let's play it. Uh, Let's give it a little, give it a little. Well, well, some. Slayer, Slayer, Slayer. Welcome back. Reaches over, adjusts his own volume knob. It's an interesting vibe. So deep, man. Fucking dog. (laughs) Smell nerdy. That was it, huh? Probably. Now it'll go into something else. Yeah. And of course it does. Lame. <laughs> Lame. Oh, like, oh my God. Soya. Gotcha. That would have been more like, like Soya. Gotcha. Might like to. Go he to could the hit show. That. No, I could Dark. hear him singing it in his higher range. He would. He'd have to. He'd have to reach reach from the balls. Well, yeah, they did have some other killer covers, and now our producer has stepped out, so we can't end just yet. But we're waiting on it well, because now, rest in power and hills to the Peter Steele. Indeed, indeedly, big part of my nineties for sure was typo negative. I mean, they definitely have their place in metal. I don't, I don't think we can have the metal conversation, especially. I mean, you know, fucking a, they included Sabbath in their regular repertoire. Yes, they did. So there's nothing wrong with that. No. Shall we? Uh, shall we uh, close it out? I think it's uh, we should probably. Uh, because uh, my my bladder is pretty small. In fact, it's actually smaller than the microchips that are probably in your vaccines right now. So we're at a point where we have to wrap up so I can go frost. Yeah, but I get to go see Nina Strauss. Strauss. You know what? She's probably got a microchip for a. I'm not going to say it. Be nice. Nina Strauss is a freaking. She's probably got. Dude, she was probably made by Cyberdyne Systems, man. Don't you know? Doro knows. She knows what's up. She doesn't say anything. She's always quiet. She knows. she knows. She's a secret C I N S A I P L M N O P Q R S T V uh personnel. Wow. I don't even know what all that shit means. It's just Any a bunch other, of fucking letters. 
Any other covers you wanted to? Um, no, I mean honorable mentions. Obviously, the Black Sabbath. Stuff. Black Sabbath. Yeah, God, yeah. they did some great Black Sabbath covers. Shall, uh, shall we close out with the uh, Black Sabbath from the Satanic perspective? The Satanic perspective. Yeah, well, you know, well, we've done that one, and I think we we've have. done the. Um, the have we done Hey Pete? Yeah, we've done that one. We've done Hey Pete and Paranoid. Oh, there's some other good ones. Uh, Cinnamon Girl is a good one. So I don't think we've played that one, but or Summer Breeze, either one of those. Yeah, or Summer Breeze. Probably smells like uh, summer breeze. Summer sir. breeze. Hey, <laughs> hey, all right. On that note, oh wait, I don't know if Bill's can pull up something else or, or we can just wrap it up. Let's, let's just, just let's yeah, just let's wrap, just wrap it, up. it up. All right. Well, God bless you guys. I love you. Stick yeah, a prophylactic yeah. on that thing and not enjoy yourself. Thank you all for listening, everybody, to the Metal Nerdery podcast. This is uh, probably the only. Is this the pre-Halloween? It is. Yeah. So have a fucking great satanic day, and. Uh, Hope you get some good candy laced with some good relaxers. And if you'd like to send that to Metal Nerdery HQ, 33rd floor, inverted underground bunker poon studios, you can give us a call at 980-666-8182. Actually, there'll be one more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then never mind. I have, fucking have an idea for that. Floor. No, not never mind. We're not going to talk about Nirvana. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> and uh, con- continue to spread the wordery about the Metal Nerdery. We love you. Enjoy the type of negative. I fucking mean that. Hail to all of you. We do and love every- you fucking one of you and thank you for uh, also buying our shit yeah at com slash merch thank you for listening to geezer the butler thank you for listening to laryngitis thank you for listening to us and until the next until the next until the next our balls are out we'll have some easter eggs out there at halloween golden nuggets as it twere (laughs) twert yeah. That's when a rabbit shits gold, man. You ought to eat them. They taste like chocolate. <laughs> Fuck, cut yeah. it off. That Just was stupid. All right, it's done. It's over. <laughs> Thank Ready you. Ready to be done. Good Amen. Night. Hello, everybody. This is Gazer, the butler. <laughs> You're listening to Metal Nerdery. Go buy their shit at metalnerdery.com slash merch. I've got to go get merely some more pasta sauce. Mm. You can also go to metalnerdery.com slash episodes, a podcast, or whatever the fuck it's called today. Right. But now I've got to go write some songs and resurrect John, Paul, George, and Ringo. Anyway. I think it's the nuts in my mouth that made me forget. Reach behind you there and it takes a minute to build. Yeah, it kind of does. Let me back that up. And I don't know if it was erected slow deep and hard no man i saw that playgirl episode yeah he held it up and uh wow that's how fucking massive it was he'd have to reach reach from the balls no i like origin of feces 10 times better and i'm being a total shithead let me back that up okay they're coming educational purposes educational instructional purposes only my balls fell asleep what Hi, this is Matt's more relaxed sounding voice. Join us for Metal Nerdery ASMR. Enjoy the soothing sounds of metal. It's all bullshit. There's no moon.